It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Chief Justice John Roberts on Tuesday stepped in and temporarily blocked the House Ways and Means Committee from accessing Donald Trump's tax returns. After Trump filed an emergency motion claiming that the request was politically motivated, this legal fight has been going on since 2019 when the committee sued Trump to force disclosure of the tax returns. Trump was the first president in four decades not to do so because he wants to keep the details of his wealth and the activities of his company secret. Well, Roberts ordered the committee to respond to Trump's bid by November 10th. Of course, that's two days after the midterm elections. Funny how it works that way. The Supreme Court on Tuesday also denied Lindsey Graham's bid to block a subpoena from a grand jury in Atlanta seeking his testimony in its investigation to Trump's effort to influence the 2020 election results. The court agreeing with no dissent that Graham can be required to provide testimony about matters that are not related to his official congressional work. Okay, but this also effectively delayed Graham's testimony until November 17th, again, after the election. Oh, and the Trump Organization fraud trial in New York City has been delayed after a witness tested positive for COVID. And so it goes. In other disconcerting news, the Federal Reserve is expected to make history again today, approving a fourth straight interest rate hike of three quarters of a percentage point. This after a group of congressional Democrats sent a letter this week to the Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell expressing concerns about these plans to raise rates at a, quote, alarming pace. Noting the Fed's new unemployment forecast, the letter pressed Powell to address the millions of job losses that could result from its war on inflation. The Democrats who signed included Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Katie Porter, and they highlighted comments from economists who worry that the Fed is moving too aggressively, pointing to a recent warning from the U.N. of a central bank-fueled global recession. The Fed is raising interest rates at the fastest pace Since the early 1980s, it's weighing down the stock market, spiking mortgage rates and fueling recession fears. Powell last month said that no one knows the rate hikes will cause a recession or how deep that recession might be. Family members of the victims killed in the 2018 massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, will address the shooter face to face in court for a second day today. On Tuesday, several of the family members directly addressed the 24-year-old shooter, whose name I don't say, who avoided the death penalty last month, but will serve out 34 consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Brazil's now lamed-up President Jair Bolsonaro spoke on Tuesday for the first time since he lost in Sunday's presidential runoff. He didn't mention the election's winner, leftist former president Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, known as Lula, but Brazil's Supreme Court released a statement saying that Bolsonaro had recognized the election result and that a transition would begin. Lula won with 50.9% to Bolsonaro's 49.1%. That's the narrowest victory since Brazil's return to democracy in the 1980s. Bolsonaro had previously said only God could remove him from office. So that's the good news. Brace yourself for the not so good. Former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu seems to have won enough votes to return to power. In Israel's fifth election in four years, Netanyahu's right-wing bloc appeared likely to cross the 61-seat threshold to control the Knesset, Israel's parliament. But it could still fall short of majority. But if he does win, Netanyahu, who is already 
Israel's longest-serving leader, could return to office even as he faces a corruption trial. North Korea fired at least 23 missiles into the sea, including one that landed less than 60 kilometers off of South Korea's coast. The president of Seoul, which caused South Korea's president to describe it as territorial encroachment. This is the first time a ballistic missile landed near the South's waters since the country split in 1945, and it was the most missiles fired by the North in a single day. We're learning more about the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband, the man accused of breaking into their home, told investigators he had other targets, including a local professor, as well as several prominent state and federal politicians and members of their families. The suspect pleaded not guilty during his first court appearance on Tuesday. Security cameras installed at the Pelosi house captured the break-in before her husband was attacked, but U.S. Capitol Police officers were not actively monitoring them at the time. And finally, the second woman who said Georgia Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker pressured her into getting an abortion told her story in an appearance on ABC News Tuesday night. Though she's still continuing to identify herself as Jane Doe, she said that she and Herschel Walker had a six-year affair in the late 1980s, early 90s, when Walker was married. She said when she got pregnant that Walker told her because of his wife's family and powerful people around him, quote, that I would not be safe and the child would not be safe. She said it was very menacing. Walker, in a statement on Tuesday, said this was a lie a week ago and it's a lie today. And he called it an election ploy by Democrats. Unbelievable. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.